johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. All right, we are ready for another edition of InSportsInsiderRadio.com with Big Mike and Dave Miller. How are you guys doing this week? Good, man. Loving life. Yeah. Yeah, took the words out of my mouth. We got all the tech issues out of the way. We got an upgraded tech situation. We won't be dropping any calls, and we can just get on in it with March Madness. I wanted to talk to you, Dave, before we're going to, we're going to do something a little unique, Mike's reaching out to all of our clients about Q&As. We might get some live questions on the air that will answer, but let's talk about not just the regular bracket. I talked to my son yesterday. I said, how many brackets do you have going? He says, 26. So the kid's <laughs> obsessed. He's got 26 brackets going. What my did question you, is, on, did you, did you ask, before you say the question, did you ask him if he's got 26 different winners or they're just 26 different combinations, but he's got three or four different winners. I'd like to know, because some people like to completely you know, spread it out. I think he's biased to Arizona on every concept of every bracket. He's biased to Gonzaga getting beat by Arizona again. So I said to him, shouldn't you change it up a little bit? All roads lead to Arizona. But for whatever reason, all roads lead to Arizona. I said, you really should, with 26, have a little have a little hedge action going. I know you don't like the hedge, Dave. But my question is, fans want to know, have, do you do something have, as fun as just filling out a bracket for fun? No, we have, like, we have 46 of them, but they're for money. We've filled out 46 okay. of them. Okay. So my son's a little below twenty minus twenty on the on the bracket. So you know what? And that's and I was actually interested to ask you that question today, Dave. Is do you actually put any emphasis in doing brackets? And maybe we were going to go and do a little, you know, bracket, you know, uh, region by region who you like. But now that I I know you're in a big money uh, situation with the brackets, I don't know if you want to release those on air so people don't try to well, copy well, it in your pools. No, well, my story is they had a promotion here when, where you can buy 20. And it was in, like, November. You could buy 20 brackets, and 100% of the money goes to the prize pool, but they would give you half off. And this was in, like, November. Oh, wow. They were selling them. So, so we each bought 20, and then I told my my cousin's son, who's 16, he's really into basketball. I was like, hey, you want to you wanna pick the 
you want to pick these? And he goes, yeah. And he was just all excited to do it. And I said, okay, I'll give you 10% if we win something. So he was all excited. So, you know, my son, my son's 17. We need to get your cousin's son and my son together. We can have the 16, 17-year-old bracket mastermind. <laughs> well, we, we, went, we went with picking mostly favorites, but I know the professionals in, the, in these things, and I, a lot of people know this, pretty much pick the favorites and then, you know, you'll you'll sprinkle in a few, not out of line underdogs, like three to, you know, six point dogs, and and then if you have one that's really square, where you pick mostly favorites, and then you got to pick a crazy uh, final score, like total points. You have to pick something crazy, like way over or way under what the projected total would be. That's how you do it. So you would put something like 125 or 185. You know, if you're going to pick mostly all favorites, basically. So what do you, yeah. let me ask you this. I mean, because I know you're a predominantly, well, I wouldn't say predominantly because we've been, I've been between the 270 pre-released pre-game selections that you gave out to your clients last month. You know, it, it wasn't just all dogs. You still play favorites more so that I've seen than, than in football. Because I just never seen you take you know double digits favorites in football for you know the, the right reasons, but with college basketball because you take these huge dogs, would you look at them in the tournament and as a bracket and say this team could actually win? I'm going to pick them to win the game outright, even though obviously no. the points are there for a reason. But no, you wouldn't do it. No, no. And then if you do that, if you take like a 15 point dog or something, then you have to pretty much pick all favorites on the rest of it because. You can't pick like a 15 point dog, 8 point dog, 7 point. Then it's like a 10 million to one shot, and it's like there's not that many entries to do that. But if you're in for one of those free ones, then yeah, you have to do stuff like that. But these ones, I mean, one of these ones is really good, and there's only 700 entries. You know, so I so I have three in that one, and I put I put mostly favorites. You have to with only 700 entries. You know, so it, it was no, where I got. Baylor, Arizona, and uh, Auburn, I think, on one of them. Um, but, yeah, so that's how we did it. So you guys want to hear some stats? Dave, you want to hear some outright non-spread stats? Yeah, sure. Since the NCAA – I'm reading this. I'm not saying this. Since – let me read it exactly. I brought it up while we are here on that show live. Since the NCAA men's basketball tournament went to a 64-team field, a number one seed has won 23 of the 36 championships. Last year, Baylor, Baylor routed a fellow one seed in last year's tournament and was the fourth year a top seed has won um, in the tournament. A two seed has won five times. A three seed has won four times for the remainder of the 13 titles. So you basically have your 23 Number one seeds win the whole thing. Uh, five times a two seed has won the whole thing, and four times a three seed has won this, the whole thing. So when you say they go with the favorites, uh, obviously they have the odds on their side because you basically know that of the one seeds, odds are you're, they're going to win. One of the one seeds are going to win it. I didn't realize yeah, it was that many, 23 out of 36. You have to how many entries there are for how crazy you get on – you know, if there's if there's like 20 million entries, then you have to go for one of those 
pick a six seed to win it all and, and a bunch of upsets all over the place. But yeah, seven hundred entries I had to I had to be square and, and go with the numbers. But then it got weird well, when even- it was like seven thousand entries. Then it's like, okay, we have to kind of mix it up a little bit. You know. Well yeah, you can't be completely square, obviously. But there's been tournaments where, you know, in recent past where a full all four one seeds made it, which is very uncommon. And a lot of people, you know, most people that don't have any knowledge about picking brackets, they usually go with the lower seed naturally to win each time, and they, they barely pick any upsets. So really, you know, the, the key to the tournament and how I've been doing it for years, and again, this is coming from a person that I've never actually won one, but I did in a very large one have – a team that was in the finals and I was able to hedge it because they were, they were actually a dog and, and they weren't a big dog. So I was able to actually hedge the other side because again, my, my entry was so little and the payout was so great that it wasn't, there was no point in me risking all of that on one particular game. So I've never actually won it, but I've, in my eyes, I did win because the, the hedge in that sense was so I had to take a shot. I mean, would, so let me ask you this. If you're in these big money ones, Dave, and you're in the point where you see if you actually win the final game with your team, that you win it, would you hedge it to the other team if you knew you have a, a valuable hedge there? Be honest. No, I wouldn't. Uh, uh, I really wouldn't. Come. I mean, it's the money. Free $100 entry. I know. I, know. I, I thought I would catch you on one here. I thought I would catch you. A three hundred dollar entry. It doesn't even matter what you spend. That's completely irrelevant to the question. Because if if the money matters, then you then you overbet your bankroll to enter it. If it's that serious. So I, I probably wouldn't. I don't. If I had some. But a guaranteed a guaranteed money return is it's. Is, oh. is it really even a hedge when you're just guaranteeing yourself money? When you know you can't to this radio show. <laughs> well, that's why we, it's you know, nice. I always have an opportunity to ask you, and and every different opportunity you give, you're the same answer. So I respect it, but I'm just I have to ask. No, no, why would no, no? Any anytime someone says hedge, I'm thinking they're doing something because they're they're. When you say guaranteed money, that just instantly advances no. But if you're saying, well, wait, you have an edge to bet the other side, would you do that? I'm like, okay, now you got my attention. But the word guaranteed money is, is not right. It's, it's, it's not right to a professional gambler. Everything's equity and each dollar we want to have an edge, etc. Guaranteed money is just, I don't, I don't know, a job or something. Everything is expected value in this business. So it's just this question that just, I don't know. Maybe John would hedge. John, would you hedge and go make a bad bet just because you're afraid of the money? Uh, if it's free money. See, it was funny. I, I heard, you know, I watched your whole 80. For the people that are listening, head on over to Vegas Ringers. Uh, Dave did a part four Q&A yesterday, uh, 79 minutes. And, you know, you were a, a lot of that, obviously, the Q&A was longer than the radio show. But I think, you know, you made a very valid point. I snipped out a two-minute excerpt of, of the 79 minutes 
One of the things you said, which was very uh, relevant to prop betting, we're all betting as a whole, which is um, everything is shaded to the over. Squares usually bet the over. You get a lot of value on the unders, especially in the props, and probably on probably on totals as well. And the other thing you said was somebody asked you, you know, how long have you been a sharp? And you said from day one because I knew nothing. And what happens is, you know, like, you, you know, and just because we're bantering on the air, you know, like you were saying, you sound sharp, guys, sound sharp. You got to remember, a lot of people listening to this show, it doesn't matter your buddies that are listening, they're already sharp. doesn't matter what they, they don't need to even listen. What, what we try to do is we're trying to, it's like you speak another language, which is we'll call sharp language. It would be like us speaking Spanish on the air, even though you speak Spanish, but us speaking Spanish on the air instead of speaking English when the majority of the people who are listening speak Spanish. So what our attempt, Mike's attempt, my attempt, is to try to speak a language while trying to teach them Spanish, the sharp language that they can understand. So it's not about how you sound to the people that already speak Spanish. It's about the people you're trying to teach Spanish. Does that no, make but sense? I think, but I think, our, I think our average listener even gets this concept. It's like I, I don't think you – I, 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 I agree to disagree. I think you're – one oh, thousand Have you seen percent. the questions that come through? Have you seen the questions that come it's through the, on Instagram? The, oh, absolutely, it, they understand. It is a small. It is a small percentage because it's. What's interesting is I disagree. There's this disconnect. And we can disagree. Well, I no, did, let I me explain. Let me. Ex- but let me explain for the listeners. If you're one of the sharp listeners, there's a disconnect between the people that what I call our keyboard warrior sharp guys sending DMs. And the people that actually call the office, and so maybe there's a disconnect where the people that call the office are not of the same, um, are not ahead of the curve, so to speak, because we spend a lot of time going over the fundamentals on the phone, where a lot of the people that are on DM on Instagram, they already know the answers to the questions. But then when we, I would say eight out of ten calls we get, we're starting at, at square one, as in but, I know nothing. Also, back to the stand, back to what a, you said yesterday in the video. I know nothing. But can, can I can so, I can I ask you guys a question? Can I just ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. If we're gonna make if we're gonna make a bet, right? What is the point to make the bet if if guys follow us, listen to the show, want the bet? They want value, right? Just, just let me talk for a second. They're betting for value, right? Or are they just betting because they want something to do? Mm-hmm. Okay. You, would do you follow me there? Okay. So I am, if, yeah. If a, okay, so if if you're gonna say to a guy, hey, um, you you're sitting with whatever, uh, quickly quickly just lock up something so for sure it goes in your pocket. I just give my average listener more credit than that. It's like if I just say to you, let's say you have 2000 coming after a week, and you're going to get paid 2000 or whatever for your work. If I just go, well, forget the 2000 let me give you 1500 It's guaranteed right now. You're going to go, well, I have what? It doesn't make any sense. I give our average listener more credit. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, yeah, it's an interesting question. Interesting. Yeah, so I mean. I don't know. So, Dave, the, the, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Because um, John got bounced off the show, and he's he's coming right back in. What I think it's Uh-oh. you're right. It's um, from here in both perspectives. You're right, and John is also right. And the reason I say that just to explain, it's the people that are sending you the Q and A's questions on Instagram 
a lot of those guys are not actually subscriber of yours for the service. They're just followers of your Instagram, and they respect you, which I, I understand. The guys that call the office are not directly coming only from Instagram. They're coming from all the different funnels that we have of people that want to know what you do. And they, though predominantly those clients don't have any knowledge of what a sharp is. They, they may think, you know, hypothetically, you know, what one really stands for, but they don't know analytically. Why are they paying paying for you to do the work and for them to just basically put in a game and have a selection? So they're they're paying to have the edge, right? I guess just tell me what I'm wrong here. They're paying to have the edge, right? Like they are perceived edge, we'll say. So, like, is that right? They're paying to have an edge? They understand, like, okay, my plays are minus EV. Let's try to call and get plays that are positive EV, right? But they don't even know what that word means, Dave, not, until I teach them. That's what John was trying to explain. No, they but just want to okay, know. Okay, not, okay, not EV. They're calling to get bets where they'll actually have, have an value. Edge. Well, okay, right. however you want to work. Can it. you guys hear me? So, see, yeah, we so can. You're just saying each person, they're calling to bet, right, for value. They're not. You're That's wrong. The, They're calling to bet to make money. You log into their credit accounts yeah, in the last the 10 thing, weeks. Though. They're red every week. You just said the same and they're thing. saying, and they all say the same thing, Mr. Miller. All I want to do is win. Yeah, but that's for value. I mean, however you want to word it. I mean, now you're sounding square. Uh-huh. It's the same thing, right? Well, he's just sounding, well, what I'm saying, he's sounding as a client sounds. You're, everything you say, Dave, has 100% validity and it's accurate. It's just we have a lot of clients because we deal with the masses. It's very uneducated bunch that comes from the old school philosophy of star ratings or power system, or it's a hundred. Yeah, I'll give you. Play I'll give you guys a perfect all example. This nonsense. A, that oh, is, what are, okay, hold on. Hold on. Can, I, can I talk to John? Can I just talk to him for a second? Sure. Okay, they're yeah. coming from star rankings. Okay, but what is their goal to call you guys? Like, what, what to are they make, trying to achieve? To not to lose. Not to lose. Not to lose. That's but that, Okay, that's unrealistic. They know they're going to lose sometimes. But no, but this is, the, this is the delusion that they're in. They will buy a weekend. I, so I that, just, I'll just give you. I don't know. This is, I just want you to kind of understand how the insanity works. Some client, when <laughs> yeah, I get on the phone, he, he, makes, he buys a weekend program from you, right? He calls the office. Yeah. He's been following you for months on Instagram. He's been in your Q&As, never really talked. And then I explained to him, well, you know, why even bother with a weekend program? Because there's the volatility rate of you being successful three days at a time is much higher than if you follow you for a month. Because then, you know, because of the volume, we're going to get positive value. We're going to close good. You know, all the things that you teach and emulate – for a month-long time, I could have somebody a much stronger conviction that he will be in the green. Versus a weekend, it's impossible to gauge. And he goes, I don't care. I, I think Dave's really good. He's, it's like they're delusional to think that a weekend will translate into guaranteed money. And it's, it's, it's mind-boggling to me. I, to guess believe I'm, that. I guess I'm just – I guess I'm looking at each person. I, I don't – I give people credit. I think they – I think your average person is is that's that's trying to do this understands like 
understands that that's that's just the wrong way to think. We even had two people that were messaging us this week, and they were too sharp. And I was telling my my buddy in Georgia, oh man, these guys are like way too. You know, I won't go into detail, but I was like, wow, oh okay. They kind of figured some and stuff out. And you're gonna out have, I mean, super top more secret. more so more so than not. You're having a lot more educated people that I've even been in talks with when they first call the office or they DM you guys, you know, in the last couple of years, I've just noticed that it's, there's a, a turnover because of the legalization. You're having a lot of smarter guys entering the realm of sports trading and they're, and they educate themselves like they would do if they were trading crypto or they were trading stocks. It's that they educate but themselves with guys like you. When, but to call something free money in the gambling world is, is literally like, I'm sorry, you you have what? to be this, to really think that is like, I don't know, it's not. Well, when I say, no, I, when I I say free money, I mean, I'm, I'm fi- yeah, but free money is only capable, when, when I say free money, the only times I will ever make that actual correlation with a wager is if it's a futures play that was invested months prior, and then I'm yeah, not going to have an individual game or an injury determine the outcome of a large financial return versus my investment, which was very, very small, similar to... Right, but it wasn't I mean, an investment. I, it wasn't a free money. That's like saying, oh, I bought for, a stock. It went up 10 times. I got free money. I'm going to sell it. But it's it is... Just, no, it, but it is free money at that a, point in time. When, I, not, when the game starts, I have not, nothing to root for when I know I'm winning both sides. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'm not saying like that's that. right or wrong. That's just that's my opinion. No, man, if I'm going to have a hundred dollar wager on a futures bet, and they make it to the Super Bowl, and now my hundred dollars is paying me a substantial amount, me seriously? No, it's wrong. It's hundred percent wrong. Like I bought, I but bought from, Bitcoin. It went up ten times. I made free money. Like I can't imagine. But that's like, not. The, I but I don't. But that's that. not. The, but that's not the same. But We're talking same. about a individual. Absolutely, it's the same. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I, I agree to We're disagree. Just at the I just think that calling it free money. It's the same I'm thing. looking, at, looking the at the game the before it even starts, and I'm not going to let an injury dictate a large financial gain or a zero. That's but how it, I look at it. Okay. So when Bitcoin goes up five times, I, I made free money. If it, and then if it goes to ten, well, that was free too. I mean, what? But that's the your. But I that's investing imagine. that has volatility of growth, or it's we're same. talking about an individual game where injuries play a role and bad beats so play let a role. Me, let me let right? me step let me step in here as the bonafide trader, right? I so you're talking to a guy that's is smarter than that. But but let's talk know, about I let's let, let's let's make the let's let's. Let's first of all, since I am a trader, let's let's do a separation from gambling to trading. If I buy Bitcoin at sixty grand, I can buy more at fifty grand. I can buy more at forty grand. I can buy more at thirty grand. When I'm betting on a sporting event, it is the purest form of day trading because there is no holding a position overnight. There's no hodling. There's no long-term investing. There's no it will come back. If blah, blah, blah. The game is over. So here's a perfect example. All we're talking about, Dave, is the psychology. If you go into a bookstore, if you go into Barnes & Noble or you go into any bookstore in Denver, Colorado, there is a literally five bookshelves of the psychology of trading, how to be a better trader, the psychology of trading. All those books were written for a reason because people couldn't get their mind right, which was their leak. 
And what Mike's trying to, what we're both trying to explain is that's what we see a lot of time. You're basically like the goose to lay the golden egg. Somebody just knows nothing. Like you said yesterday, I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel. I clipped that two minutes of your 80 minutes where you, I'm putting it on my YouTube channel today so everybody can get it smashed into their head. If you know nothing and you just are able to follow and replicate, you can be successful. The problem is people come. You even said it yesterday with these these bad leaks. They're already fans of sports. They enjoy watching games, yada, yada. Here's a perfect example. I get no text when a game wins. I get no text when a game loses. Yesterday, we had the Pacers. The point of that isn't that they lost. Who cares? The point was I got 10 texts in the thir- fourth quarter with eight minutes left going, geez, the game's not even close. People are like literally uh, – people could care more when they lose a game by 30 than when they win a game by a half a point. These are the leaks that on the future Q&As we got to cover because what happens is a lot of this is about the emotional – Oh, following the games, living and dying each game. I understand the bracket. It's fun. I understand certain guys uh, like to watch the games. But how about you're on this crazy heater, crazy run for like the last four weeks. Can't lose if you tried. And I get not one text from one client on any game in the last four weeks. And then yesterday when the Pacers are losing by 20, 30, 40, whatever they were losing by – Oh, geez, it's not even close. So that's the world that me and Mike live in, if that gives you a perspective. I I just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, people get emotional, I guess, when they're losing a the game. I just don't like the whole free money thing. But that's the thing that I think you guys are, most most people that are, in, are even trying in this business understand that that's not free money. I guess, so we went away from that. Now we're talking about the Pacer game, but. Um, yeah, no, no, we're no, talking about the psychology, 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 psychology. It's only talking about how it doesn't matter whether a game wins by a half a point, loses by a half a point. The result is the same. It doesn't matter. People get intertwined well, psychologically. No, we're talking, we're, we, were, we were, John, we were talking about two separate issues. Dave is, it, Dave's claim is it's not free money, and I'm not disagreeing with him. That's just my personal opinion. We'll just wait till the, till the original investment's sitting good, and then we'll call it free money, I guess, because it's, that's what we do now. So if I bet the Pacers and they were up by 30 in the fourth, I'll just call it free money. But that was free money. Well, you're, well you're, you, you got asked on your I Q&A think you're, yesterday. You're, you're looking at it. Well, no, hold on. He's, what you're saying is you an individual the game. You go to one point. You, you risk money at one point. Let's. We got to remember. You risk money at not. one point. Now a four or five month. Part. Well, if you, if you had a four, right, it and I get like it. But how is it not? If it's five months later and you have a one game interval of you either cashing a very large ticket, which could be a forty fifty x return on your original investment, or you get zero. Man, I, I, can we why why Sorry, risk it man. on an injury? I'm just saying, but just hypothetically, because we're dealing with humans, we're not we dealing did this with for Bitcoin. Thirty minutes on a video, John. You can film the video. We did this for thirty minutes before. I guess. I guess it's just different. And you know what? You know what? What I love about you, Dave, is because you're so transparent and you're so passionate and successful. But what it's you not do, free money. You have it's a different philosophy. Not free money, though. I just want to but how is it not? So if I okay, I'll buy Bitcoin once it goes up eight times. I'm sure you can't. I don't. Money. Can you put it in reference to my sports? And then there's a. And then it's funny, there's a 20-year-old who's literally figured out what probably five people in the country have, and he's figured out, like, the secret to the apps, and I can't believe it. And then you're saying all these people 
are just clueless about value and uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I'm I mean, so you you right also now. talk to people. Well, you also talk to people on Instagram that are asking you questions for a reason. Like most, yeah, you'll have every now and then you'll have questions that are tough for you to answer, but most of the time they're very logical, good questions because I follow every one of your Q and A's. It's unfortunately there is a large. There's a large portion yeah, of the public that well, don't no, have no, social I guess media. The, the, the point I was making about your excerpt that I'm going to put on my YouTube channel was you do, you're, we're getting, because of the legality of wagering in, in new states, you're getting a lot of the people that admit, call up and say, I know nothing. So it's back to how you became a sharp. So you're literally starting with, you, it's you 20 years ago. So what you're getting a guy that's calling, yeah, you have the one 20-year-old guy who I know who it is, obviously. He's an outlier. He knows more than nothing. He knows something, and he figured it all out. Most people are Dave when you were talking to your original guy who was showing you the foundation, and they know nothing. So we, we know if we get 10 calls, eight know nothing. All they know is they've been betting on their own. They started because they enjoyed sports as a fanfare thing, cheerleading thing. Then they went in to try to make parlays because all the commercials that the sports betting commercials sensationalize the parlays. And then you get people, obviously, that can bet at certain spots, which we don't have to name on air, you know, i.e., where they can cash out. And they think, you know, you covered that in your Q&A yesterday where you got $1,200 back on a losing bet where you can cash out. And they think that's free money. So I get guys all the time calling me up saying, hey, I cashed out before the team blew the lead. That was free money. I don't argue with them. I just tell them it's not value. It's not a positive expected value. The sports books aren't giving you any gifts for a reason. They're just giving you. Yeah, but how do you understand that? But you don't understand the. the, the I didn't say I didn't didn't say I didn't. I I didn't say I didn't understand. No, I mean, you didn't get. No, no, no. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, money. Yeah, well, I didn't say I didn't understand. I get it all, right? I'm just making a point that I have to – you have to speak in a language. Just because you're bilingual and I'm bilingual doesn't mean that everybody's bilingual. And you speak in two different languages. One is uh, – I wish we I speak was bilingual. In one... I'm sorry? I wish I was bilingual. Well, well, no, well, I'm making a point. You speak in bilingual English, sharp English, and then we got amateur English when it comes to sports betting. It's like two different languages. If I go to the sport, if I get in my car right now and I drive to the casino, and I had it, and if I was allowed, obviously I'd get kicked out, and I had a microphone in my hand and people were walking out of the casino, I, I'd like to take an inter, and they were coming out of the sports book entrance at the casino. It's just like they have at the uh, Superbook, you have the side entrance where you can walk in and avoid the whole casino. And I just said to everybody that walked out, here in Maryland. Could you please tell me what uh, EV is? I guarantee you if I interviewed 100 people walking out of Sportsbook, maybe three guys out of 100 would know. Yeah, but, but, they, but they all think they're betting with an edge, right? Oh, I yeah, guess, they I think. Guess, they think. I, yes, I, guess, I they, guess our problem here is you guys are combining the, the like, I guess it's just, I don't, maybe it's the money that's coming. I if I tell a guy, hey, you have $2 coming if you win this bet for $0.10, cents, do you want to go bet a dollar and get free money? They're going to go, huh? Like, I'll do, what? It's $2. It's only $2. Well, it's, so it's, I don't know it's, if we're it's talking truly, about the money. It's truly, well, no, it's not. It's truly not the money. It's the principle of a long investment that takes months to actually come to fruition. You've actually won four, five, six, seven tough games up to this point. It's the Super Bowl. 
Now you don't have an edge on the game. You ran your numbers. I want to get. Hold on. Let me just finish. You ran the numbers on the game. The line looks systematically correct. So there's no huge on your part. You're sharp. There's no edge. Now you're looking at it and say, well, I have 100,000. Okay, no edge to what? No edge to what? No edge to either team. It's just the line is right. You're not playing the game. Okay, so minus 4.5% on any straight bet I make. Okay, keep going. Right. So now you look at it, okay, and now you have a $1,000 wager versus a $100,000 win if this one team wins. Not covers, but wins. So now you look at it so and say, well, an injury could well the, the injury could derail us, and we lose the game outright. Now we lose everything. Why not put a stake on a hedge on the game to guarantee ourselves through a six-month so, so process okay, we okay, gain some sort okay, of return? Pat, okay, wait a minute. Let me talk. The past is irrelevant. What we're deciding right now, because every, every decision with money in real time is all that matters. So we're just going to make a minus 4.5% bet. Basically, okay. everything else you said is irrelevant to the brand new decision we need to make with our money. So we're going to make a minus four and a half percent bet. That's what we're going to advise people to, or that's what you're saying. And you're well, comfortable with that. just going to a hundred k or zero based on that one act, based on that one. No, 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 no. That's already no, no. That's already done. You're saying you're just talking about making a four and a half percent losing bet. That's what we're talking about right now. It, the past is right. relevant. If I you want to, got house, it. Yes. Sold a house. Now I'm going to buy another house. It doesn't matter. The decision I need to make right now is on the house I want to buy or sell now. The history is relevant. So just a four and a half percent losing bet. That's the decision. I, I'll pass. I don't want to do it. Okay. If I can have that, that, that actually that sure. that analogy you just made on the house like clicks like in my brain so very well. That I think that that would, a lot of times. Well, I mean, it would click in my seven or my six-year-old brain. I think I don't. I don't know because yeah, uh, like, that's irrelevant. So here, I, here, I think it let, would. So look, can we switch gears for a second? Now let's switch gears off that because it's been some good banter. Let's talk about the tournament itself. Um, do you a, a question a Q and A question I got on on air Q A question I got is. Um, are you all in and hyper focused? And I know the answer, but I'm asking for the client. Are you all in and hyper focused on the tournament once it starts and foregoing your normal NBA play, or is every game the same? Nothing changes from um, March 17th there's no, there's to April 4th. Yeah, there's only one game tomorrow, I think. And then, no, I'm still betting NBA. Right. So right. into that. Yeah. Right. So there's no there's no drop off just because. No. Everybody's sitting there going crazy watching all these games. Also, client another client wanted to know, do you find value or edges? Does it matter if it's the NIT or does it matter if it's the regular tournament or do you treat both the same? Well, you can bet more in the in the regular tournament and then you have to worry about the teams, the favorites on a letdown. The big favorites always on a letdown because they didn't make the big tournament. I got suckered yesterday on one of those. Uh, yeah, they're on the bigger favorites. You try to stay away from those. Cause they're on a letdown because they didn't make the. So you have to factor that in a little bit. Plus the stakes. That's why I'm big. personally. I don't well, know. If it, you, uh, that was a. That's a, a follow up question to that exact game, Dave. So do you believe that some teams like how do you categorize teams that actually that don't make the tournament that really just like 
Well, the, let's, the, let's, the take, let's take the Wake Forest game as an example. Let's take the yeah, Wake Forest game. Let's talk about last night. Well, last night first, we, before we transition to the game that hasn't okay. happened. With Texas okay. A&M not making the tournament, obviously having a really good run in the SEC tournament, and just completely like being deflated. Can you – obviously we didn't see it going into last night because that was one of our selections, but it's obviously harder to sell. Like what's your process that goes into it? Yeah, with the hard. teams that don't make the tournament, it's yeah, hard, it's right? Hard. I mean, you want to try to take dogs, yeah, but whenever it's it looks like it's kind of factored in, it's still I take the bait, and I don't know. I swear it doesn't do that well though year over year. Maybe I'm down in the NIT long term on those spots. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a homer today. Well, you know, like I'm looking that? at this game tonight, this wait, this Towson Wake Forest game, and obviously. I'm leaning to Towson with, with, because I'm just, you know, I'm like saying, like, wait, I'm kind of looking at Wake Forest, and obviously anything's possible, anything can happen. They're making Wake Forest eight. And, um, you know, you're talking about a 23 and eight team against a 24 and seven team. I could see uh, Towson winning the game outright and beating Wake Forest. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I don't know. No opinion. No, no opinion. No, I know. I know you didn't play the game. But, uh, I'm just saying that I think that that's where a lot of people will go into those heavy favorites, like you said, and get smashed. But the client wanted to know. So the limits are lower in the NIT versus the tournament? Oh, yeah, in the tournament. You can put serious money down on these games. And they're like NFL games. Got it. Yeah, every every app has a, has a pretty big max. I assume it's the same where you guys are at. Well, we don't have the apps. I mean, we got to walk into the casino. Yeah, yeah. I still got to walk into because I told you. Yeah, it's but I think here. it's still a lot. I think it's a lot if you walk in. But I don't, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, for yeah. sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, that I, yeah, I can't see them turning it down. I can't see them turning down even like ten, twenty thousand. Oh, on the regular tournament, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe they do, but I don't know. What's interesting? What's interesting about the bracket back since we got March before, since the show before March Madness starts. What's interesting is that there wouldn't be. It's so hard to win a bracket, but when you have those statistics of you're not picking point spreads, it's just outright winners. And you would think that there would be some computer correlations if you know that 23 out of 36 championships, the number one, a one seed has won, and you you would think that there would be some mathematical algorithm or a guy with a computer program or groups or syndicates that would be playing these these the all always with with that effort into how do I get to any of the one seeds different combinations you know what I'm saying and it's very yeah. hard obviously but it's just amazing yeah, I didn't even are. realize it was, I mean I didn't yeah I just didn't realize it was that high it almost it's uh if you're not a one seed you're not a three seed and you're not a five seed it's almost like you could almost look at it like a little bit of the NIT, where you basically know, like, you have no shot based on history. Because, I mean, I'm literally looking at the numbers. Two, uh, two, five, uh, five times a five seed is uh, a two seed is one. Four times a three seed is one. So three, five, and, and one. So basically, if you're not a three, five, or one, it's almost like you're in the NIT. You could almost make that claim in terms of the possibility of actually winning the game, winning the tournament. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 Kind of weird. You know, like, like that we were in Vegas with you and UMBC upset. Who did UMBC upset, Mike? 
Virginia. Virginia. Right, Virginia. But yeah. even then, you. But you. Even then, the following game after when they made the upset, it was like all in on the other side because you just knew they. I mean, when I say knew, you don't know anything. But history well, it has lo- it lost. It lost, though, didn't it? No, I'm saying if you were a money line better. I'm just saying square money line better in terms of actually winning, getting to the end. I mean, UMBC upset Virginia, obviously a 16 seed, or upset at a two or a one seed, whatever. But my only point is in terms of the actual person raise the actual team raising the trophy on the money line. You basically, basically, what history is showing you since the 64 games, you're not a, if you're not a if you're not a three seed, if you're not a two seed, or you're not a one seed, you're just hanging around just to hang around. <laughs> Yeah, but it's still fun for them. I mean, I think they know that going in. Yeah, they still have fun. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. Mike, any questions? Well, right, you John, any questions John who's your pick? John, who's your pick again? What did you say? I mean, I got to go with Junior. Junior did 26, and he arrived at he, – he, he basically thinks Gonzaga is going to get blown out by Arizona again. Um, and he basically takes our my my son's on Arizona, so I'm just going to be a homer. I'm going to be a homer, literally, and ride with the son at home, and uh, just go with Arizona because he loves him. And he basically said he doesn't, even though Gonzaga should give him a run for the money. He thinks in the end, when it comes push to shove, they they can't hang with him. I, I'm you know I'm a basically agnostic. I'm more like you. I'm worried about who's going to win and cover. You know, I'm not worried, but I'm more interested in the spreads, obviously, and the overinflation and underinflation. But you know, from a fan bracket point of view. You know, I don't know how you you have 46 and you got your 16 year old cousin son over there. I don't know if he hit, had Arizona on any of them, but my son is like really weighted that Gonzaga can't hang with Arizona. Okay, yeah, it's, I like it. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, let's. Yeah, it's to me. And I will say, as a kid, I will say off the gambling thing for all the fathers listening. As a kid. This is like the, this is like the greatest because this is like the Super Bowl for a few weeks instead of just one game. I mean, if you're a kid and you're in the sports and you're in the basketball, I mean, this is like this is the bomb. You know, I remember. You know, I wasn't quite as active into it when I was a kid. My father didn't care about sports, so it didn't even matter. But you know, it's funny because he's sitting there. I walk into his bedroom yesterday. He's got. 50 pieces of paper printed out. He's got the pencil out. He's writing them. He's on a he's on a FaceTime kind of like you did that one-on-one mentorship with the gentleman listening. My son's on a FaceTime with like 16 kids and they're all bantering and arguing about which games to fill in the bracket. Nice. These are the these are the future sports betters. Think yeah. about the edge yeah. they have. You didn't know any of this when you were 16, Dave. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, that and, and the thing about the tournament that's exciting this year more so than even last year is because, one, there's fans in the stands. The year before, we didn't have a tournament. So this is like the first time in three years that it's back. As you saw during the conference tournaments, how insane it gets and how the excitement of the arena is just erupts because there's fans on both sides. So I'm extremely excited for it. I, it's something I always look forward to. Um, last year, I was not sitting in this seat, I was actually with Dalla Mike at the craps table uh, in the lovely Las Vegas. Then the year before, we didn't have anything. And the year before, I met you, Dave, in Vegas. So, are, are you, you know, guys? This, are you going back there? Not this year. I'm not they going this are, year no. with them. But Dalla Mike's going to be there on Friday. Yeah, he just wants to go to Vegas. Long chance he can get though. 
but he just yeah, wants to get to I'll the tables, to man. He just he wants to throw them dice. That's it. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna release my first uh, pick on the radio, and then always do it. Pick too. I think. Okay, I think that's fair. Okay, my my pick. Uh, seven twenty-seven, Michigan minus one. You guys so are funny. I'm lo- I'm looking at it right now. Why wow, I was t- I literally was staring at that game. Let's see if the screen moves because of you. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I, I'm I'm. Well, here maybe I'll bet it then. Should I do that? Should I bet it? <laughs> I'm looking at the God, screen. Why are gonna talk. give it up? Of course. All right, let's see what these guys have. I might bet it. I got it. Okay, open two, down to one. Give one, you know. Yeah, I got, I'll go ahead, Mike. I'll be the last one. Well, this is this is how square I am. Ready for this? Oh. I don't even. I don't no. pick games. I don't have an opinion. I wait for Dave to send me everything. Yeah, right. come on, give us one. No, give us. Hold one. on. Let me just look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Hold on. This, All right. Well, this I'm gonna. I'm world. gonna go. Go ahead. Here, John can go first. Go ahead. So I'm, you know, the thing is, I look at these overinflated lines, and I know it sounds crazy. I'm going to go with Georgia State plus twenty three and a half. Yeah, yeah, that seems good. Can't blame that. I mean, it opened up. That's, that's it opened up at twenty five. It's down. It opened up at twenty five. Now it's down to twenty three and a half. Twenty three. Um, again. Easily, you know. Again, the question that I asked for you for the listeners on the air, Dave. Wait, hold on. How hold much on, of wait, the? How wait, wait, wait. How much of the team? You're a one seed, and you're laying twenty five, and all you care about is winning the game. What is the motivation? Unless the other team is just that bad that you're going to really blow a team out by I, thirty, I forty agree, points. Man. I agree. And and then they're fighting to the end. They, you know, they're, yeah, I agree. It's hard to lay those, those re- big numbers. I am really confused right now, guys. I'm looking at a game, and I don't understand. Is this a trap or what? Providence is only laying two? And it opened up in three. Uh, well, the other team's 27 eight. and four. The other team's 27 yeah, and Providence four. Played in a, Providence was a number one seed in one of the top divisions. South Dakota State is not in a top division. Four seed versus a 13 seed. Providence is laying two? That doesn't seem right. Or is it okay, a trap? So I mean, what is your opinion, Dave? The listener, I don't, I don't, I don't have one there. His, his other, his pick, I was going to bet too. Though, thinking of the timing when to bet it. Ah, Georgia State got it. Yeah, because by default, you try to take as many of those as you can, especially if they get that up. So, on, for Mikey all the viewers, not, right? So, for all the viewers out there on March seventeenth. There's actually quite – actually, there's not as many double-digit. On day one, you only have you only have Norfolk State against Baylor plus 21.5. You have Georgia State plus 23.5. And, and then you have Texas Southern against Kansas plus 21. So it's interesting that usually on, on day one, you get a lot of double-digit dogs. You have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. 16 games, and you only have three double digit dogs. It's pretty interesting. On day yeah. one. Right, 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 right. 
usually you have a, uh, usually have quite a bit more. And what's obviously, if you look at those opens versus the currents, obviously people came in early and just grabbed them without. I think now you do believe I, I see on the open versus the current. Uh, you we can agree that, and maybe you don't agree that the syndicates probably just it's auto bet. I know you hate that term, but. They just the numbers come out. They're overinflated. Everything twenty or higher, they're going to just bet the dog, and it pushes them down. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think kind of, but I think that um, I don't know. I can't remember last year. I think yeah, last year I kept taking all those early, and they they went up. So I don't mm. know if it's because of the legalization here or what happened, but those double digit dogs were closing awful last year, and then one of them fell right on the number. I took I took uh, what was it fifteen and it went to sixteen and a half and it fell on sixteen and I was just traumatized. Dave, I have a I have a live I have a live question coming in from a client that's been with you for years. His he prefaced the question with saying, "Please don't get upset," but he said, "Then I'll probably get upset." He goes. Is there any correlation between the Browns and the Lakers? Is there any correlation between you consistently taking the Browns a few years ago and the Lakers now? He said, don't be upset. (laughs) Yeah, they both suck. Here's the good news. He laughs it off because he plays all the other games. He plays everything else, and he's been very, very profitable. So he was just joking around, but he just wanted me to, you know, to throw it out there. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, what do you do? It's a leveling spot. I mean, you really can't fade them. And then are they really that bad? I guess. And then the spreads go up and up and up and up. And you're trying to buy and less to sell on dips, kind of. So it's it's a it's this hard. client is trained. He knows exactly what he's doing, and he doesn't complain one bit. He just wanted to you know throw a little jab out there on the air. Well, I feel good. I officially released my first tournament play on the radio. Wow. That's my first. Uh, more pick. importantly, yeah. I want to know what I want to know when it's going to be warm enough that I can go to a Rockies game with you. Uh, that will be next month, right when it starts. Oh, now, about an, so it's still cold where you live, huh? It was last year. It was pretty warm. Got it was it. warm like the whole month. Did it, whole didn't month you go to uh, opening day last year and it was warm? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they won. It. it was great. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Well, I'm definitely oh, yeah, excited that we got we got our we got our baseball back. And uh, like I said, I'm going to give out a free game on the air. It's my opinion. If you're a client uh, for tonight, I'm taking Towson plus eight as my own John. No info from Dave play, just because I think it's that same situation of A&M last night where Wake Forest just doesn't care, um, and Towson probably cares more than Wake Forest. I got a guy in my office shaking his head going, absolutely don't do it. Look, he's literally shaking his head right now. I got off there. He's on the other side. On the, I might just bet him big three, juice free. <laughs> That's yeah. what you do when you have a dispute with your friend. Just go juice free, right? Yeah. That's what you do. So we got a couple That's more minutes left. Any other Q&As coming in there, uh, Big Mike? That's that one's it so far. You actually answered a couple of them uh, through the actual radio show. So you know. All right. So let's let's ask Dave and you this before we get off the air. <laughs> Since we just correlated that thirteen number one seeds have won, five number whatever seeds have won. It's all been three, five, and one. Is there no, no, a one, two, and three? 
What, what, right. Is there a chance if you had a dark dog that could pull off the unimaginable in terms of seed ranking to win it all, who would that be? Well, let, me, let me just give you, the, let me give you the fours. UCLA brought back the same roster from last year that was in the title game. We have Providence, the team that's only laying two versus uh, the South Dakota State that I'm perplexed about. Then we have the other four seed. I'm bringing it up here. My screen locked up. Great. Here we uh, well, go. We're, you know what? We're going to lock it up. We're going to go ahead and before we go off there. Hold on. We have, Arkansas, we have Arkansas and then Illinois. So I could, I could see. I mean, Illinois decent enough that I could see them making a legitimate run. So I don't see it just because I've been doing these tournaments for a long time. And it's just, you know, it's hard to consistently win first tough competition if you're not a tournament ready team, which mm-hmm. is usually the right um they're the right seedings. There's a reason why those seedings are what they are. So mm-hmm. that's from a whole. It's from a big body of work, and what Dave would like to call sample size. They have a very there large sample size to get that seeding. All right. Well, we'll see what, yeah. how these games look next week when we're on the air, buddy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. I'll see you next week, Dave. You got it, buddy. All right, yeah, Dave. Have too. a good one. Right. Yeah. You too, buddy. Bye. Bye. Syndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. 